All right. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of Sales Pipeline Radio. My name is Matt Hines. Very excited to be here with you live again uh, on LinkedIn, live on Facebook, live on YouTube. I don't know where everyone's watching today, but if you are watching us live, thank you very much for joining us in the middle of your day. We are here every week at 1130 Pacific, 230 Eastern. Uh, for those of you that may be watching on demand, thank you very much for checking us out. If you are listening to us through the podcast, thank you very much for subscribing, for downloading. Our numbers continue to rise uh, through the audio-only version of this as well. Thank you. We're coming up on almost 300 episodes of Sales Pipeline Radio. And if you like what you hear today and want to check out more of these, you can find all of our episodes on demand uh, on sales at salespipelineradio.com. Every week we're talking to some of the best and brightest minds in B2B sales and marketing, and today is absolutely no different. Very excited to have with us the Senior Vice President of Marketing for Ubic. We've got Christelle Grizou. Um, I did my best to get the French right there, Christelle. Um, thank you so you much for joining good. us. <laughs> thank you, Matt. It's a pleasure to be here live with you. Oh man! So I've uh, I've enjoyed just getting to know you over the last couple of years. You have you run you've run marketing at a couple uh, startups, and I thought it was particularly interesting just to sort of have you on to talk about early stage company marketing. Like you know, we talk a lot about big demand programs and sales and marketing teams working together. Um, by definition, when you're starting, you've got high expectations and small budgets, right? You don't have big teams. Um, you're looking at, you know, various frameworks and waterfalls coming out of analyst firms and saying that's great for a, you know, 50 person demand center of excellence. I don't have a 50 person demand center of excellence. So I'd love to have you just maybe, you know, as we as we get here, just kind of share some best practices on how you prioritize all the different marketing requirements in an early stage company. But maybe let's just start back up a minute and just sort of maybe just introduce yourself, who you are, uh, a little bit about what Ubic does and how you think about marketing there. Sure. Um, so I'm Christelle. I'm a B2B marketeer. My background is B2B tech. I started in the security space and moved more recently to commerce and retail tech. Um, Ubic is a digital workplace for frontline teams. So Ubic app helps People not like us that are not behind a desk, but in the field, in mm -hmm. stores, on the road to, you know, manage the task, to work, learn and communicate in the flow of work. Awesome. So talk a little bit about what that means from a marketing perspective, like, you know, maybe sort of like what stage is Ubic at? Um, sort of a little bit of size of the company and market opportunity. But then what does that imply about how you are setting up the marketing organization and prioritize? priorities internally? Yes, Yupi can be described as a scale-up company. So we're not at the early, early startup stage, but we are at this, you know, scale-up stage. Mm -hmm. um, what I would say is that for, uh, what is very important for early stage company is number one, to align on the go-to-market. Mm -hmm. uh, understanding and aligning with the sales team on the go-to-market is critical because whether you choose to have an inbound strategy and maybe it's a product-led growth strategy, mm -hmm. or you decide to go to an outbound, let's say an ABM marketing strategy. There are very different type of strategies which require different marketing activities, a different skill set in your team and a different marketing organization altogether. 
Yeah. So that's the number one thing I would say is that when I come to a company like Ubic, for example, like Ubic, we are outbound and we've decided to go for ABM, mm -hmm. a strategy. It's very important to be all aligned on this and build the team and the skill set to deliver on that. Yeah. And then how, how does that how does that go to market alignment happen? Is that you working with the CEO? Is that you working with sales? Like who's involved and what are some of the key decision points to make that to make that happen? Yes, the CEO and the, the sales uh, executives mm -hmm. um, who decide, you know, how we uh, we go to the market is often, of course, also based on the history, you know, mm -hmm. how the company started and where the company has found early success. So there is definitely a cultural element into it. Yeah, oh, for sure. And I think the earlier you are in the company's growth, you know, the more you're still trying to figure everything out, not only what the marketing mix is that works, what's the sales press strategy, but even sort of more fundamentally, like, do we have a product market fit? Who's our best audience? Who should we be selling to? Is this the product that we think it has a big enough market opportunity for us to scale to the business results you want? So, I mean, it just makes the job of the go-to-market strategy that much more complicated. What are the things you look for in the market then beyond just the marketing campaigns how do you start to build more internal confidence that you're on the right track, that you're selling, not just not just seeing marketing success, but getting the right product to market and have a scalable future? Yes, and that's where alignment with sales comes into place in very important. I really pay a lot of attention on sales feedbacks, the sales teams. For example, recently, um, uh, after joining, we, we worked a lot on the messaging. Mm -hmm. on the buyer personas mm -hmm. and then we go to sales and they've tested new deck and they've tested the messaging even bdr into cadences mm -hmm. and then they say oh yes it resonates i got people coming back or taking call or responding uh so so definitely um we rely on the feedback from the sales team yeah. to understand if we're going into the right direction. And, and you're right, Matt, the, the messaging is very important. Mm -hmm. And especially in small company, we often come from the product, right? Yep. We are often very, very product driven. Yep. Um, and one of the exercise is to elevate the pitch from product and feature to solution selling. Mm -hmm. Because we all know that unless you are in a highly commoditized market, buyer don't buy products they buy solution to pain points yeah so, so that's one of the key uh priority as well uh yeah. in this early stage company to to really uh, try to frame well you, you know you, you all customers are ultimately buying an outcome right you're not buying the drill you're really you want a hole right? you're trying to do what the drill does that's what you're that's what you value um yes. You know, when you first build a product, when you first go to market, I mean, oftentimes, you know, I'm getting back to the classic, you know, Jeffrey Moore crossing the chasm, those early adopters kind of already understand the problem. They already, they understand, they're willing to move more quickly. Correct. A lot of companies will say like, we get, they get it, we can describe the drill, they understand it. What are some keys to making that transition to customers that may not yet understand the problem, may have it? but either don't understand it or haven't quantified it. And that can be a dramatic shift, not only in terms of who you're selling to, but how the whole company goes to market. You know, how sales sure. talk about the product, how the product team is building and messaging within the product itself. How do, com how do companies successfully make that change? 
Yeah, this is when really the market education starts, right? Mm -hmm. As you say, the early adapter at the beginning, you can speak product because they understand, they get it. But then when you have to broaden your reach, you have to educate the market. Yeah. So that means awareness activity, working with influencers, um, analysts, and all these type of activities to, you know, to educate the market and sometimes even to create a new category. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's a new paradigm. It's a new solution to an existing problem. Uh, so, so that's where the market education uh, starts. We've already covered a lot of ground here. Uh, joining us today on Sales Pipeline Radio, Christelle Grizel. She's the Senior Vice President of Marketing at Ubic. And, you know, you started with the company beginning of this year. So you've been there all of five months, which is still sort of early stage, still learning, growing. Um, boy, what I mean, when you join as head of marketing at a startup, there are a million things to do. Um, and I'm guessing that in the first few days, you've got a bunch of people that come to you say, thank goodness you're here. Here's all the <laughs> things we need done. So, you know, you've now, you're in your first weekend and you've got the work of like seven people on your plate. How do you, A, how do you decide where to prioritize in a new role like that? And B, it's a two-part question. There's a B, like how do you then communicate those priorities back out to people that may not get their stuff on the initial list? No, you're right. Setting the right expectation is always very important. Um, So at the beginning when you start, it feels like herding cats. You know, you're like all over the place. And then it's always a balancing act. There are things that require immediate action. You never have the luxury to say, hey, I'm going to take three months to do an audit and to create the most beautiful marketing plan. And no, you don't have this luxury. So you balance what requires immediate action. But you cannot only do the actions because otherwise you don't build for the future. So you mm-hmm. have to start to build programs, right? Scalable, because that's mm-hmm. what will bring the predictable pipeline. If mm-hmm. you only action based, then you're only reactive. So you start building programs, dimension. So once you understand you go to market, for example, ABM in my current company, then you start building the playbook from mm-hmm. ABM and communicates a playbook to your company and say, this is how we're going to work together and, and make it happen. Yeah. So, so that's what you do. And then building the team is a, is a critical element. It's something I have learned the hard way uh, in previous experience is there is so much you can do yourself. Yeah. And in small organization, you have limited resource. Every resource counts. Mm-hmm. If, if someone is not delivering, it's a big hole. There is no yep. backup. You don't have people of, you know, two, three teams for yeah. PR, for this and for that. Right. You usually have one person doing two or three jobs. Yep. Um, so so, so the, the recruitment, uh, building, you know, bringing the right people on board is important. And to that point, I want to say that sometimes um, I think a common mistake I see is hiring junior resources. Mm. in startup environment. And it's hard because you need people who have the playbook, who can yeah. build the framework. So it's better, in my opinion, to hire more senior resources to build the framework than junior resources. Love it. Um, well, you've got people on your team who are watching. Caroline says hello. Uh, she's chimed in and sort of has a little wave for you there. Yeah. Um, yeah I was going to ask you about what are some of the attributes of 
of of marketing teams at early stages like what are some of the skill sets what are some of these just work habits that you expect because you really are still trying to figure out the go-to-market plan you're not scaling you're really building and inventing and discovering is there a different set of skills that you need for someone at that stage of the company yes so a few things starting with a hard scale you need people who um are multidisciplinary Mm-hmm. Um, this is always good. So, so often, of course, you will take people who have dimension because you need to build the pipeline. So dimension skill are often prioritized, but mm-hmm. you need people who really, um, are hands-on and have the can-do attitude and, you know, can juggle uh, multiple activity project at the same time. Yeah. Um, it is so easy at an early stage, any company, honestly, when you're sort of running marketing to sort of just get heads down, look at your same four walls, just get very insularly focused. What are some of the things you look to to continue your own education, to continue to learn and continue to see what others are doing, to sort of pull from the outside to be successful? What are some of your best practices? To, to learn, to learn, you mean for myself to learn? Correct. Other- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> My number one, what I really love is peer networking, you know, sharing my experience with other like the CMO club we have mm-hmm. uh, on Friday. I find it invaluable. Uh, there is nothing better than other people sharing experience. And I can tell you how often, it, you know, it raised my morale mm-hmm. thinking, oh, I'm not alone. Okay. Yeah. I saw yeah. that I had a hard time recruiting you know, people on the market. Oh, but everybody in the market is hot. And this is yeah. so, so really, really, this has been my, uh, this is my uh, number one waterhole. Good. Good, good. Yeah. And, and what do you recommend for people on your team as well, just to sort of continue to be lifelong, lifelong learners to continue to learn, you know, from the outside, not just from peers, but like, what are some of the other sort of sources of information that you recommend? Yeah, so there are vendor events, conferences. I always encourage my team uh, to listen. So like we had, the, uh, you know, I think like Six Sense organized the ABM hackathon. That was very good. I sent mm-hmm. to all my team responsible for ABM say you need to, you know, you need to watch this. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there are other sources like Series Decision mm-hmm. uh, in the, you know, southern marketing industry. They have really good uh, models. Um, so, uh, so we look at, uh, this type of, uh, industry resources and vendor resources. Love it. Um, well, this has been great. I didn't want to take a ton of your time today, but thank you so much for joining us today. Christelle Grizel, who's the senior vice president of marketing for Ubic. Thanks for joining us on sales pipeline radio today. Thanks Mike. Pleasure as always. Awesome. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. Appreciate you being here. We'll see you next week, 1130 Pacific, 230 Eastern. Until then, my name is Matt Hines. We'll see you next week on Sales Pipeline Radio. Bye.